Hey friends, welcome to the Life with Chris and Tatum podcast, where each week we'll talk about practical and relevant topics to help you live a life of freedom and purpose. Thanks for joining us today. For more information, please visit lifefellowship.tv. And now let's tune in with Chris and Tatum. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Life with Chris and Tatum. Hey, hey. We're glad you're listening today. Thanks for joining us. Chris and I are the (laughs) pastors of Life Fellowship Church in McKinney. And for those who might be joining um, us for the first time, we release a new uh, podcast every single Wednesday. So we just wanted to um, thank you for sharing this podcast, helping us spread the word and inviting people that you know, um, to be a part of listening with us. Yeah, and it's so exciting to see all that God is doing here in the church. Construction is completely underway. Exciting things yes. are happening there. We're They're expanding, about to, uh, we're go building. vertical on the, the building. They are pouring uh, the Tilt slab. or something? Okay. Um, and man, all kinds of things are happening right now. Su- such exciting days and times right now of what we're living in. And so... Hey, if you are with us for the first time, big welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Now, before we get started today, and we got a, we've got really a uh, uh, a very important topic that we're going to begin discussing today. Okay. Talking about balancing life and discipline. Uh, being disciplined. Yeah, being disciplined, <laughs> being balanced in life. So many people are unbalanced. But before we do that, uh, we... We had something happen to us the other day that since, I mean, your family, I don't ever... Your family, come uh, on. We, I can't, I don't share this on Sundays really up on the platform or, or what have you. Uh, <laughs> we have a hilarious so we just moved personal into a new home. story that I feel like is worth telling because it's so funny and it's actually embarrassing, but I got permission. Unlike Chris, sometimes he shares things that I don't even know about, but... We want to share it with y'all. So listen to this story. We just moved in to a, a, our new home about two or three weeks ago now. Yeah. And um, so we just, uh, we had some friends come over for a, uh, a, re- a gender reveal party at, yeah. our, at our home. We just had a big, a big shower, like a big party the other night. And you guys ha- ha- probably know gender reveal. They use like sometimes confetti or sparklers or something that, you know, announces if it's a boy or if it's a girl. And so this was happening and they, we had, uh, at this party, we had a little cannon a and confetti accidentally had some like, uh, pop- little popper. plastic hearts. No, not accidentally. It's supposed to, it's okay. cute. It's like decoration. Okay. But it went all over the lawn. Yeah. Which was fine. It went uh, anyway. So when you pop the confetti, it blows everywhere and being new neighbors and we don't know our neighbors yet. I thought it would be a good idea if we um, like used a shop vac vacuum to kind of clean it up <laughs> a little bit because we were concerned. Because it'll be there for years because it's plastic. Yeah, we were thinking it's going to blow away and maybe it's going to go into their swimming pool and it might cause an issue with like, their filter. Hello, we're the new yeah, and we just we you just know, didn't want your pool. What's <laughs> up? <laughs> we, we didn't want that to happen. <laughs> so I come home with the shop vacuum from work last night. Yeah. We went home last night and I was like, I'm just going to get out there in the backyard real quick. And I'm just going to vacuum up the large clumps of confetti, not being crazy. And so while Tatum was doing that, I said, Hey, let me just, uh, while you're doing that, 
I'm just going to scrub the pool. So we've never had a pool. We have a swimming pool. And so, so Chris is out there scrubbing the pool with the scrub brush, yeah. whatever that and thing's it's called. <laughs> it's like... It's hot. It's like... 128 degrees. degrees. Not really, but it feels like it. We are dying. I am vacuuming the grass. Now, listen, this is not like a, I mean, we got some privacy. We got, it's like an acre plot there, you know, where we're at. So it's not like neighbors are all right next to us and all this. So I'm out there doing the pool. It's hot. And I thought, man, there ain't nobody here. (laughs) So I, 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 I stripped down to my underwear like I had the the uh, uh, like the boxer briefs on, you know. Okay, this might be so, too much information, but anyways, Chris is scrubbing the pool with his briefs mm-hmm. and a shirt, yep. and we're an acre and a half away from anybody, yep. so it's not a huge deal. Yep. And I'm across the lawn, all the way across, vacuuming the grass. <laughs> when guess what? No, no, no. Then I come over to help you. Yeah. Chris finishes the pool. He comes over and he's just I'm picking like, up these plastic parts. I said, honey, are you not done yet? And you're like, <laughs> yeah. no, these things are kind of tough to pick up. I said, here, let me just help you quick and we can go inside because it's hot. So guess so what? I'm working hard to get all this. To get it done. And our neighbor walks over. He actually like suddenly just appears and he's there. Because I'm turned the other way and I have a loud shop vacuum going and my husband's bent over <laughs> picking up plastic hearts with his underwear on. And here comes the neighbor and he starts talking and I'm thinking, dear Lord, am I just hearing Chris talking to someone or is there someone here? Y'all, this is the first introduction to a, a neighbor that we don't know. And I am vacuuming the grass. Vacuuming. And Chris is standing in here in his underwear. And we played it cool and just like had a normal conversation, but ha- that is so not normal. I did have to tell I said, him. Hey, man, good to see you. <laughs> Chris is acting all calm. Well, I didn't know. I didn't want. You didn't want to be like, I'm sorry, I'm in my under. I didn't like, want to have to explain. I was just you coming do? over here for a second to help Tatum, and then I was going to get back inside because it was hot. <laughs> oh I didn't want you gosh. sweating. We are dying inside because. They know that we're pastors. Yeah, he's like, "Hey, I drove by your church the other day." Yeah, and I'm like, "Oh my lord, we're having this conversation." My underwear. I'm like, "Yeah, that's great, man." And I'm vacuuming the yard, the grass. I'm like, "This guy is surely gonna think we are bananas. Like, we are the weirdest people." So, but it all ended good because we're all gonna do dinner together. Let's hope it ended good. I'm sure (laughs) they are interested to find out. Hopefully they give us a second chance and the neighbor we're not like- What kind of church do these guys The neighborhood watch list that's like, watch out for these weirdos. It's on the Facebook, you know, neighborhood. uh, They vacuum their yard and walk around in their undies, but- there we were. And we don't we don't do either one of those. We just happened to be both. <laughs> we of both them. just did it though. <laughs> we don't do it, but we did. So there you go. Anyways, a little Y'all, disclaimer there. All that right. was our night, and I just thought like that's called the whole life world with Chris and Tatum needed to know. <laughs> All right, everybody, thanks for tuning in today. Wasn't that fun? <laughs> oh gosh, can you believe it? We have an explaining to do. We got to get to know these people so they know yep. we're not totally not normal, just a little bit. Well. Anyway, the help Lord, us, Lord. The Lord will use it somehow. Help us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord, how do we change? Let's change gears big um, time. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's jump into this. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, really a very important topic, and that is living a life of balance and discipline. Uh, isn't it true that if, uh, like your car, if it gets unbalanced, <laughs> It, or our ceiling fan that we also can't figure out how to balance in our new house. It's like, wah, 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 wah. It's like makes that noise yeah. and it can't be balanced. 
Like it but, wears, like it'll wear out your wears tires. Out. It'll it'll mess up your your vehicle. It, it, uh, it's just not good. Yeah. And so uh, we all want to live a balanced life. You know, I hear from people all the time. You know, I, I need to start. I need to get basically in shape spiritually. I need to get in shape. You know. F- uh, yeah, physically. physically. Yeah. I need better habits in my life. I need to slow I need down. To, I'm yeah. too busy. I'm too this. I, you know, my finances are out of control. You know, my relationships aren't what they need to be. I mean, we could just go on and on and on. Things, yeah. The schedules that kids keep. And and so uh, we're going to really get pretty open and honest with you on this. And hopefully kind of as... <laughs> we set up the open and honest perfectly yeah. with our underwear yeah, story. Yeah, we're really honest. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> We're going to keep it real. Yeah, and maybe there are some things that you can glean out of this that are really um, that are really help you in um, in your life. And I want to just kind of start off with a foundational scripture here. And it says this in 1 Peter. It says, be well balanced. So this is 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8. And it says, be well balanced, temperate, sober of mind. Be vigilant and cautious at all times, for the enemy of yours, the devil, roams around like a lion, roaring, seeking someone Mm -hmm. to devour. Mm -hmm. So he's looking for people that he's going to devour, and so Paul's antidote to that Mm -hmm. is that you and I need to be well-balanced. So to be temperate, uh, sober of mind, vigilant, cautious, all times. So the enemy is trying to take you out. He's trying to devour you. And so this kind of this, this teaching here is going to really allow you to take ground against him, to, to run to the roar, as we talked about a couple um, episodes back. And, you know, that word there, temperant, uh, it, it actually means disciplined. So yeah. Peter uh, said here in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8, that we need to be well-balanced, and well-disciplined. Yeah. And when you're those two things, the devil can't destroy you. He can't um, He can't take you down. Yeah. Because he's trying to. He's looking for an area of your life that is unbalanced, and that is the foothold that he gets into that'll, that he'll try to do something in your life. You know, the word disciple comes from the word discipline. I don't think I realized that until... It, it's the root until word. Until I for, saw it, yeah. yeah for, dis- for discipline there. And so if we're going to be a good disciple, we have to be people of discipline. Your your habits are creating a future you love or a future you love to hate. Your success is found in your daily routines. Yeah. Just it's so important. And an undisciplined person, they're always looking for ways to avoid hard work. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> they're it, disciplined people are are those that are not running away from work? They're saying, "Listen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put the effort in. I'm going to, um, I'm gonna apply myself, and I'm gonna do what I don't necessarily want to do, but I know it's it's better for me. Like I'm choosing the future over what right now might not feel good, but I know the the daily disciplines of eating well and giving my body some nutrition, the daily disciplines of moving and staying active, the daily disciplines of being." In the Word and studying God's God's um, 
God's word and spending time talking to him is good for me. I need this as a spiritual being and as a physical being. People that make excuses rarely make a difference. Man, you got good with the one-liners today, babe. You're always good with them. But that's people perfect. People that excuses rarely make a difference. But I think part of discipline that people— and a disciplined who, person— It just does it, yeah. If you're part of what undisciplined people, I think— I consider myself a pretty disciplined person, but not that I'm not not that I've always been. So part, I've, I've, I've Chris is <laughs> stop. He's gonna say that he's made me disciplined. <laughs> Chris is one of the most disciplined human beings, really, that I know. Honestly, if we pulled back the veil and you looked at the Lindbergh's lifestyle, we live by like discipline and schedules to a certain degree. But it's because we know that outside of living a disciplined life is. Um, is a not... Um, it's an area now that the enemy a, can attack. Yeah, it's a scary place to be. So we, it, we need structure. And anyway, all that to say is I was I was just going to mention, I think that an undisciplined person is waiting to feel like doing whatever they know they're supposed to do. And what you, what you have to get past, or if this is an area that you struggle in, I had struggled in this before in my life, where you want to feel the drive to do that hard thing or just to make that right decision. And the feeling doesn't ever come. You, you don't you don't feel like doing what you know you need to do. So don't wait for the feeling. You just do it whether you feel it or not. You just get up and do it. I know I need to do this. I'm not waiting until I have, I'm inspired to go to the gym today. I hate almost every morning of going to the gym. I'm never like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to sweat and hurt and move and get out of breath and jump around, whatever. But I know it's good for me and I need it and I feel so much better when it's done. Um, and so just as an example of like mm -hmm. discipline is just getting in and Tatum's version of definition, whatever. You just do it. You just get do it. Don't wait to feel it. Just do what you know you have to do. So an undisciplined person, let me say it again, is always looking for ways to avoid hard work. Now, as we jump into some practical things here, let me just make this statement because this is so true. Isn't it more fun to fix somebody else mm -hmm. than yourself? Than to turn that it's mirror so around. It's so much easier to go, hey, let me change this about you and change this. And I'm, you know, uh, I'm not asking you to do that. I'm asking you to look at yourself. I'm, I'm yeah. looking at myself. Yeah, in the same way that we you, are. Yeah, as, to you today. as, as what are What are the things? And so uh, understand that the, the Bible says that when you're well-balanced and you're disciplined, that really shuts the door on the enemy from being able to have a uh, access, access yeah. really into your life. Yep. And so let me just encourage you to look carefully how you walk. It says in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15. It says, look carefully then how you walk. Live purposefully and worthily and accurately, not as the unwise and the witless, but as wise sensible, intelligent people. So in other words, pay attention to how you're living. So take an inventory live with, of, of, yeah. of your life. Live so, with purpose. Do you want me to go? There's one more verse, babe. Yeah, go for it. Okay. The next verse says, make the very most of the time. So um, buying up each opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, don't be vague and thoughtless and foolish, but understanding and firmly grasping what the will of the Lord is. Okay, so again, pay attention to how you're living. Take an inventory. So here's some questions I would ask you to ask yourself. What areas of your life that you, you that uh, need attention? 
So in other words, what areas of your life, uh, are, so are there areas of your life mm-hmm. that are out of balance? Mm-hmm. Are there areas where you lack discipline? See, growth demands a temporary surrender of security. You're going to need to feel free to fail. It's, it's okay to, to step out and fail. You're going to have to, if you're going to grow, if you're going to see these things change, you have to release this idea like, I've got to have mm-hmm. everything together. And you're going to have to be able to step out and go, okay, I'm, I'm going to try some new things. Yeah. I'm going to put some new uh, uh, disciplines in my life. Yep. And the reason you're out of balance is because you've been so uh, consumed on doing things that one way. And isn't it, wouldn't it make sense to maybe consider a different way? A to different live? approach. A different way to live. Yeah. A different way to um, to accomplish. I want to share something just like from a um, something personal from 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 my life. Um, when you ask those questions that we should be asking ourselves, what areas need attention? Where are you out of balance, or where do you lack discipline? And let me just give a quick example, if I can, for one second mm-hmm. here. So, um, if I were to share with you one area that I regularly have failed at. Um, it would be that for years, I was not um, taking my Sabbath and taking and being serious with really pulling away from work and not working a day of the week. And so, um, like many of you, you know, you just, there are so many things that need to be done. And, uh, we've move at such a fast pace just in general in life and with church and ministry and the cares of so many people that we that we love um and and that became um a hab- a bad habit in my life and Chris can tell you this where our day off we we have a day off that is Friday because on Sundays that's a work day for us and so for a long time I would work uh even on Fridays and and um was not really was not obeying, you know, that command. I don't know why <laughs> we as believers, um, I'm sidetracking here for just a second, but why we as believers take so seriously the Ten Commandments except for that one. <laughs> you know, we think I would never murder. I would never have an, an affair, an adulterous affair. I would, I would never steal because the Lord tells us not to do that. But when God says, T- take the Sabbath, this day is holy, it's my day. And this is my way of saying, I trust you, Lord, with my work that if I do what you tell me to do, you're going to help bless what I what I do when I am working. Anyway, so all that to say, we Chris and I went away on a on a Sabbath two years ago, and we took sabbatical. One, yeah, I'm sorry, sabbatical. We took uh, four weeks off where we we just pulled away completely from work. We were not allowed um, to check our emails. We weren't um, we weren't leading in ministry, responding to needs. We were just gone. Like literally we unplugged and it was, um, I don't even have the words to define what that experience was like for, for us as a couple. I didn't, I'm not trying not to cry about this, but it's so personal and it's so meaningful and God's word is so true. And it's all because he's so good. He wants us to have health and he wants us to have balance. And, um, those, those of you who are, um, you, your desire is to just 
get your work done and do your best and it's hard for you to stop. Like we can so relate to what that's like because Chris and I are both like that. But the Sabbath that we took was like reframing um, so much of how we saw the Lord and saw the work that he has this assignment that he has for our lives that allowed us to breathe. And so all of that to say, um, when we came back, uh, this was in 2019 now, um, when we returned from the sabbatical and I felt like God used that to help me see like what I'm calling you to do is like, is God is like sustaining me, not my ability, not my, um, not my, not my efforts, but it's like the Lord's. And, um, and I can honestly say that made such a change, like a drastic change in my life that now I'm obeying the Lord. <laughs> I'm do like keeping that day set aside and keeping it holy and not working and not checking my email on the day that I have off. I'm not available. I'm just not available um, because I'm going to do what God's called me to do. And I think we all have areas where at times we get unbalanced. It doesn't mean that you don't love the Lord. It doesn't mean you're not doing good things for the kingdom. For me, I was even working on things that are for the church, the body of Christ. But I was doing those things in a way that wasn't being obedient to what God sets, order and balance and discipline in our life for for a reason. And sometimes even the best efforts um, when you're when you're still not doing what he asked you to do, like we're working against the will of God instead of in in cadence with him. I just felt like I took over the whole I think it was good thing running. today, but I just needed to share that. So let me just say this, you know, just like what Tatum just said a second ago. Don't don't when when you assess these areas in your life, uh, don't let the, the assessment uh, define you. Let it enlighten yeah. you. Yeah. Let me say that again. Don't don't let these areas that you assess, well, I'm out of balance here. Well, I guess that just defines who I am. No, let that enlighten yes, you so that let you God can help see some change happen. Change it, change it yeah. Th- that doesn't necessarily mean you got to be like that. It's yeah. not defining you and you know, restricting you and that's that's exactly who you yeah. are. And if the be set free. If the Lord shows you an area that needs attention, maybe right now you're thinking like, "Oh my my relationship with my teenager needs attention. I, I know it needs it, but I haven't I haven't devoted anything to that. Or my marriage needs attention or my work, like I need to be more disciplined. Maybe you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Whatever it is, don't see it as an it's not it's not defining you. No, yeah, it's not saying you're a terrible person. It just means let the Lord highlight that area so he can help you. He wants to bring life and and strength and help and come alongside you to help you in it. It's not it's not spotlighting you as like a bad person. <laughs> I just Yeah. I don't know if Again, I'm it doesn't communicating you. it well, it, but it, it enlightens those areas so that we can Yeah. We can start. We have to pay attention, yeah, to how we're pay how we're living how our lives. Take an inventory. And I think we need to do it regularly. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's easy to fall it's back so easy into. It's easy to get off of balance yep. in little areas. It sure is. So here's a third thought, and that's this. Live purposefully. Yes. Ephesians 5.15 says, Live purposefully and worthily and accurately, not as the unwise and the witless, but as wise. And that's who you are. You're, you're a wise person. You live purposefully. With purpose, And so when you, yeah. when you know what... So let me say it like this. You're going to have to have a plan. 
and you're not, you're going to have to work your plan. So you're going to have to have a goal of where of where you're going. So if you're going to be balanced, if you are going to be disciplined, what's what's the purpose of it? What's the goal? Yeah. Of what does it, it look like? If you're balanced to be balanced and uh, disciplined to be disciplined. Yeah. No. We, we, you, listen, I, I tell our team we need to think think up big. We need to pray long. And we just need to to dream the impossible. So we've got to get in there. And, and I want you to think beyond just that instance that you're in right now. Yeah. Think purpose. Yeah. What's the reason behind the change that you're going to make? What's the goal? What's Without the purpose? It's useless. Yeah. You just think. So I've given this illustration before. Uh, this is how important purpose is. So if if I just grabbed a bunch of people and I just told them, hey, I need everybody to fill up sandbags and put them around the church. People would do that. They would fill up sandbags and they're putting them around the church. But it'd be like, oh, yeah. What are we doing? Yeah. But if I told everybody, hey, there is a massive flood coming and we've got to get these sandbags up because the flood is going to take place and we got to protect the church so that it doesn't get flooded out. Now, all of a sudden, people work with... Now you have purpose, enthusiasm, and effort, and now everything is making sense. So we don't just—we're not just disciplined because, well, you got to fill up sandbags. No, there there needs to be purpose, and God has a purpose for you. Exactly, He's got a purpose for me. He's got a purpose for Tatum. He's got a—he's got a purpose for you. So be purposeful, and so make the most of of your time. So here's a couple here's a couple thoughts, um, and that's this: uh, don't procrastinate. So you want to be balanced. This is a big win. <laughs> is, let me get. Um, we're just going to get some uh, some practical things here, all right? Yeah. And we're going to fly through these here, but don't pr- procrastinate. Do it now. I think yeah. procrastination is one of the greatest uh, producers of stress and anxiety in our lives. It sure is. Yeah, I'm not sure how far to dive into this because I know we have a lot we want to cover. But so I think the thing that feels like it's the most hardest to do, like whatever's looming on your to-do list right now that you just keep pushing down and pushing down and pushing down because you dread it or it's a very difficult conversation. It's a hard email. It's a, it's a like too hard to talk about doing it now, (laughs) just getting it marked off. That relieves so much stress that you're just anticipating feeling just do it. So here's some areas. Uh, don't procrastinate in your giving. All these people have great intentions. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna start uh, tithing. I'm, I'm gonna start tithing. Well, do it now. Well, I'm going to do something special for my spouse. Do it now. Tatum's winking at me as I say that to you. She's like, "All right, do it now." No, well, I, I was, was saying it to you. To I know. Too. I was. My wink was for you. It was positive. It wasn't a you know, but wink, but, wink. But giving, maybe it's something that you're supposed to do for a friend, or maybe there's a a, a neighbor that you're supposed to go out of your way to do something for yeah. them. Don't procrastinate that. D- do it now. Get it done. Do it. Um, how, how about this area? How about dealing with issues? Yep, that's what, a big one. How about this? Unpleasant tasks. Listen, what, I'm, babe? I'm definitely like that. I, I'm the kind of guy, I, I say it all the time. I'm like, we're going to get our work done first, and then we can yeah. rest. Then we can then we can rest. The law you live by, babe. And we like these things <laughs> have got to get done. Yeah, let's just do it. So let's just go get her done, because it's going to eventually need to be done. And then we can just go, get it come over back, with. And then we can yeah. rest. 
Uh, unpleasant tasks. How about this one? Um, dealing with conflict. It's a big one. It only hurts us or the whole situation when you just delay and don't deal with it. It just festers. We need to do a whole topic on how to deal with conflict because it. I mean, people deal with it wrongly, and it causes so many wounds. And uh, or they just avoid it, and then it just festers and festers and festers. Yeah, and then we the should. enemy uses that. I know. We just. Lord knows, I know. <laughs> yeah. And I've had to learn that the hard way, personally. Yeah. But don't procrastinate. Do it now. Um, you know, when, when we just moved into our home, we just kind of told a story earlier, but we, we don't procrastinate. We're, we're going to get the house put together. And it is. Within a week and a half, pictures are hung. Everything is in place. That's how we do it, baby. <laughs> I mean, we just, we, we're, we're going to get it done. We're going to need to find all of our stuff anyways, and I'd like to know where my toothbrush is sooner rather than later, <laughs> so let's unpack the boxes. No, but it's the truth. It, it's so much helpful. when we were kids, you would just be like, hey, you got homework, and it's like you wait. it's yeah. Sunday night right before the thing is due on, on Monday yeah. morning, and you're And you're like, scrambling. science project, it's due tomorrow. And, That's the worst feeling. Procrastination doesn't produce excellence, and it creates stress. Yeah. Uh, no, hey, everybody, live a balanced, disciplined life. Eliminate procrastination from you. If Amen. It's, what, so let me give you another example. So when I get a bill in the mail, as I am walking from the mailbox to the house, by the time I've gotten in the house, I've already pulled open my Your app. My, my, <laughs> my banking app, and mm-hmm. I'm already plugging in the amount that I, that I owe on that so that it's within, within yeah. three minutes of getting that mail, it's already paid. Yeah, I'm just not going to allow procrastination to happen. Um, how about this? How about procrastinating showing love to people that you appreciate? That's a good one. Hey, everyone, let me say it like this. That if you think something uh, nice or something good about somebody, yeah. tell them. Text Share them. Share it, yeah. Write them. Yeah, there's no time like the present like to, to say what you're feeling or to share appreciation because everyone loves hearing that. And it, and you never know like the difference that it can make in their life right now, in that moment, how much maybe they needed to hear it or just be reminded that I'm praying for you or I'm thinking of you or I love you. I'm so thankful for your friendship. It, whatever. Just a simple text, honestly. I was with write a, a business leader in our church. Uh, he's got a coach that actually coaches the... Uh, the the executive team at Nassau, you know, like the like wow, like like very elite, brilliant people. So his his coach is <laughs> is the coach is there. The coach that coaches Nassau, and he told me he said, you know, one of the things that I've learned from him is this that I need to up my. He has about 180 um, employees in his company, and he said I I really need to up my appreciation quota. Wow. So he said every day now. I seek out to give appreciation to 20 people. Wow. Every day. That's amazing. And he's laughing. He, we, were, we were at lunch. He's like, <laughs> he said, and some days I get to the end of the day and, and, and I, I really haven't dished out much appreciation because he's a driven guy. And I'm like, I'm relating with this here. I'm relating because I'm, I'm the same way. So he's like, so sometimes at the end of the day, I, like I, I've got to give my wife like, you know, 15 of those appreciation <laughs> Because he said, because he's he's balanced and he's disciplined. You got to do that to to run the company yeah. that he runs. But he's like he, he won't. He's in other words. He told me he's like so. I don't just tell my wife, uh, uh, hi. I'll say hi, honey. 
oh, you sure look pretty in that, that dress there. I sure appreciate that. <laughs> hey, hey, take some tips. Yeah, hey, come on. Yeah, no, but, but, it's nice. But show love to the people that you appreciate. It's true. Because when you appreciate something, what happens to it? It gets repeated. Well, I was going to say, when things are appreciated, it goes they up, go up in, in value. value. Yeah. When your home appreciates, it goes up in value. Yep. And when you appreciate people, they go up in yep. value. Yep. And they need to feel that. Yeah, they do. Hey, it's important. Why, why, why couldn't you do that today? Th- those that are listening, um, find some. Maybe you don't want to start off with 20, but maybe you want to find 10 ways that you can appreciate people. Mm-hmm. 10 ways. That's today. a fun challenge. Yeah. Yep. I just appreciate you. And I've, I've begun to, ever since that lunch, I've been trying to do that in all of my conversations. Yeah. Hey, I just, and it's not something, I'm not, you know, just blowing smoke. It's a. Yeah, no, you're taking a second to tell I'm meaningfully, thinking, I'm like. I'm thinking it. Why not just say just it? Just say it. Yeah. You do great at that, actually, babe. You really do. But don't, don't procrastinate. Don't procrastinate. Okay, here's, here's another one. Um, are you guys learning something today? Can I get an amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Um, how about this one? Don't blow things out of proportion. Amen. Hallelujah. (laughs) Don't be dramatic or just make problems bigger than they actually are. Yeah. It's hard sometimes to not do that, but it just makes everything worse in your mind to just blow up a scenario or a scene into something that you're a story you're telling yourself that's not the real story. (laughs) Yeah. And that happens to us all the time. So for us, we're moving. There's all these things that I have no idea about and being in a new home and all this stuff. And, you know, you got to figure Trying this stuff out. Trying to figure it all out. out. And, oh yeah. Oh my goodness. It's a new city and new things. And oh setting my up all the things. Yeah. And when does oh the trash goodness. man come? How do we turn the sprinklers and on? And then our kids are going to college now and just like, okay, well, I've got, I've got to pay for that. I've got to pay for this. <laughs> I've got to, it's like, oh my goodness. When, when does this ever stop? <laughs> This is our real life conversation this morning. No, but but, but no, no. But let me bring it let me back. Bring, no, let me bring it back. Reel and it that's in. This. Today, I had done uh, done lunch with somebody, and as I was driving back, I just said it in my heart, and I just said, "You know what? I'm no longer going to see problems. I see speed bumps. That's all they are. I'm not going to blow things out of proportion. Yeah, I am going to see them as nothing more than a speed bump." that I'm going to go gently right on over and keep on moving forward. There you go. Because if we look at those things as big problems, yeah. that's what they'll become. Yeah. And so... Perspective. <clears throat> it's all about perspective. It matters so much. Don't let your mind <clears throat> rule you. Mm-hmm. First Peter 1.13 says, so brace up your minds. And for me, it's, that means like it's our responsibility. <laughs> we have to brace up our minds um, and not be ruled by... All of the what ifs or the fears or the questions, but um, you know, really having a disciplined mind that that thinks like Christ thinks. Yeah, let me give let me give you guys one more here, okay? And then we're gonna actually pick this up next week, and, and we're gonna start off next week with all the practical things. Yeah, we're gonna go right into this. But here's another area that we need to be uh, balanced and disciplined in. And that is, we can't allow a lazy mind to rule us. Mm-hmm. Uh, to do it, you're going to have to think about it. So decisions to act require thought. Meaning, if we are going to make decisions about our future, 
all of the questions that you and I, even with just moving, that we're still sorting out, just to put it practically. Or the new building or everything. Anything in life that you need to make decisions about require us to think about that and to make plans. We can't allow our, like, having a lazy mind is just having an undisciplined, like, you're not willing to, I don't want to think it through. It takes too much. Like, I don't have time for that right now. I'm. It's just like not giving thought to what matters and being disciplined. Think about this in the context of relationship. So giving thought to if there's an area that needs work, we have to give attention and be disciplined in the steps it's going to take to get there. If our physical health needs work, we have to give attention and discipline and thought and what it takes to reach a goal. So for me, when I think again about that scripture that says in 1 Peter 1, 3, so brace up your minds, it also has to do with us having a disciplined mind and what we give our attention, our thought, and our our decisions to. Yeah. Yep. So like for us as a church, you know, we, we want to be balanced when you don't, um, when you, when, 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 when you're not planning things out and yeah. you haven't thought through it, you're just going to go flow with whatever. But we're going to, like for us as a church, we're going to be a balanced church. We're going to be disciplined mm-hmm. and we know where we're going. So we know that, oh, wow, uh, we're reaching into the young adults. We're reaching into raising up a school of leadership that's going to reach all kinds of young people, train them for ministry. Yes. Well, we've had to think about that. And for the last year and a half... Yeah. We have to put plans in place. We have to create steps. We've been seeking somebody that would be able to fulfill that role. Yeah. And because we've thought about it here just recently, we've been able to find that person and bring them on our team. Yes. Hallelujah. Thank God. But if we had not been thinking and planning, Ahead, and yeah. where are we going? We got to keep ourselves balanced as a church because we're reaching all these kids and all these teenagers. Well, what's the so we're we're kind of lopsided there. We've got to how we do need we, the next we step. Balance yeah. things out by reaching the next generation, and then how do we employ these students into ministry and into kingdom circulation? Yeah. So we're thinking of all of these different areas. I mean, I could go into. I mean, I, I could let, let the, everything here in our church at all. Uh, levels affect levels. Decisions def- affect decisions. And so I think great leaders, great um, balanced uh, dis- uh, disciples Dis- yeah. of the Lord. Yeah, they give thought to decisions. They give uh, careful planning towards your uh, towards your future, towards this disciplines in life that we all need to tweak. So, hey, everybody, don't allow a lazy mind to rule you. Don't just be the person that, well, I just sit there and veg in front of the television all day long. Mm-hmm. Whatever no. happens will happen. No, no, no. Yeah, that's... Listen to podcasts. You're doing it now. Uh, get yourselves um, in... Take some extra classes. Read a, read books, you know. Uh, learn and grow and yeah, let's develop ourselves so we can be all that God's created us to be. Yeah. Yeah. I I said this, I put this on social media the other week, a person who is always right never grows. Wow. So don't just let your lazy mind thinks, well, I know everything. No, a a growing person is a curious person. They're a learning person. Yeah. And so think about it, do it, put it into play, and and don't just have a thought, 
Hey, everybody, do it. All right? It's good. Well, hey, uh, we've run out of time today. We're going to pick back up on this exciting topic tomorrow. We are so, excuse me, next week. Next week, yeah. (laughs) Next week. We're so excited about it, and uh, we're praying that God gives you a fantastic day today. Love you all. See you guys. Bye-bye. Bye.